0: We all have many apps on our devices, so many, whether it be on our mobiles or on desktop or laptop, but do you need them all? In this episode, I'm going to talk through the 10 apps that I use the most. It's not a 10 best episode, but the 10 most used. Hi, I'm Julian, and welcome to another episode from Productivity Matters. This show is all about getting the best out of your day through the better use of productivity tools and discussing the various methods you can use to incorporate into your daily routines. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you've listened before, then welcome back. Before I begin, I should start by explaining how I worked this out. It's not based on which apps I think I use the most. No, this is much more scientific. I've used the screen time function on my iPhone and looked at the past week. Now, it's not an exact science, but it will be a very good indicator. And whilst Chrome was included on the list, I haven't included that as one of my top 10 since it's a browser and it gets used a lot for a lot of things. So let's take a look at the apps I use the most during the week. Actually, I should also say this isn't in any particular order. I've just got them here. So, um, first up is Apollo. Now, Apollo is a Reddit app, and if you know Reddit, it's a social news aggregation website for discussions. It's great for providing support or asking for help. Uh, asking questions, helping other people out, it's uh, its useful for that. Now, I've recently found Apollo, and yeah, I've been using it a lot more than I thought I would, and I've actually created a widget on my uh, iPhone to see uh, specific subreddits, which are the individual Reddit uh, like forums, if you like, uh, and so I've been digging into that and reading through that quite a lot over the last few weeks. So it is uh, within the top 10 of the apps I use the most. Yeah, that's a bit scary. Second on the list is Google News. Now, okay, it's Google. It's free. It's the news. It's a news aggregator. And actually, It isn't bad at all. There are no adverts in the app, which is really good, and it is a bonus over Apple News Plus, which I have tried, but that still comes with adverts. And even though you know it's a subscribed service, you still end up seeing ads, and I don't like that. I used to use Feedly many moons ago but uh, i stopped using that didn't like that got a bit clunky for my liking google news uh can be tailored you can see um, and follow certain interests or you can look at certain particular news feeds and like you know newspapers or websites that you want to follow it's definitely worth giving a try if you haven't used it before it it is it's, it's it's good i like it now here's one that i'm really worried is in my top 10 most used apps and that's amazon yeah shopping lots of shopping who doesn't like the ease of shopping with amazon and to be fair it's too easy the problem is i've not been going out anywhere i've not been you know sort of socializing <laughs> outside uh, i've not been to the shops in goodness knows how long so uh, you know most of what i buy if i need something it's on amazon and i've bought a fair bit recently I remember the time when Amazon used to be given the moniker, the Everything Store, and it really, really is. So that was the third one on my list. The fourth one, this is a proper productivity app, Spark. Yeah, Spark I use for my emails. I use it for work, I use it for personal, I use it for um, where I use the emails for from scouts group it's run by a company called readle they created spark along with a range of other apps it is only available within the apple ecosystem no i take that back spark is now available on android as well so um, you can use it on android and it's available on mac and ios and they have a calendar app as well and they've got a pdf editor and a pdf converter so you can convert any file into a pdf on your ipad There's a printer app, but I don't understand what that does that direct printing doesn't do. There's a documents app, which is essentially the same as files. And the last one to mention is Scanner Pro, which I have got. It's a scanner tool, it's brilliant. I used to use the one in Evernote, but since I've moved away from that, I needed something else, and Scanner Pro uh, certainly fits the bucket. Fits the bucket. Certainly fits. the. It does the job. <laughs> I have the Spark widget on my phone, which works well. I can see how many emails there are um, that I haven't opened yet. I've been using it for a couple of years, and it really works really, really well. And it can be customized in lots of different ways to help you use it the way that you need it to work for you. Okay, I mentioned that I moved away from Evernote, and I have moved to Bear that is now my note-taking app of choice. I have looked at a couple of others, uh, like Nimbus. Uh, I did look at Nimbus. That was pretty much looked like Evernote. It looked the same. I'm not saying it's bad, but you know, I was looking to find something a lot more lightweight. And where Evernote was pretty unwieldy in times, and there was an awful lot going on on the screen... Bear is light and nimble. Yeah, I'm loving Bear. There are some features I'd like to see, and Panda, which is their alpha version, I've had to play around with. There's, there's some good stuff coming, specifically tables. I do like using tables in notes, um, and you can't do that with Bear. That's the one thing. But uh, they, they it's, it's coming along, and there's a new editor coming, which looks really clean and crisp. It just uses Markdown, and I've really got into Markdown. I've really got into just using the keyboard, For typing away and doing all the different um, formatting just using keys, and it works really good. And the new editor in Bear hides all the markdown tagging if you like the way you can see h1 h2 for the headings or you can see the two stars that make up the bold or or whatever uh, and you can just see the it's almost it's it's almost like rich text it's really really good and bear also has widgets now which means that you can put your favorite notes in a widget to get through nice and quickly so bear is my note taking app of choice so that's another one for the productivity If you like reading the news offline, then Pocket is the service I use. I read a lot, and over the years, Pocket has really helped me to gather articles in one place. I use it to catch snippets. I will share items on the web. I will share to Pocket to read later, either short articles or long-form articles. I am a paid-up subscriber. I just... You know, first of all, think it's important to acknowledge the developers and the work that they put into uh, developing this software. Not always should it be free. And where something is due, then I'm more than happy to pay for it. And it it just means that, you know, I've got that extra functionality that comes with being a a paid-up subscriber. I use it pretty much every single day. Right, that was six. We're getting through this quickly. The seventh one that I found I used a lot in the last week, Twitter. Now, <laughs> I was extremely surprised to see this in my top 10 of most used apps. I use it for news predominantly, and maybe it is skewed a little bit by the election I've been going on in the States, and I've been getting an awful lot of um, information back Uh, In Twitter for that following the different uh, parties and and, and what's going on so maybe it's skewed a little bit because I am surprised it's in the top 10 but anyway it's great I I, I use it for the news like I say but I also use it for looking at city stuff as well I'm you know more than happy to waste time scrolling through and, and seeing what there is in there now we're getting on to the final two and the next one is probably the most used app. In fact, it probably would come at number one. I'd be surprised if it didn't. I'd have to check what number one is. Todoist. Okay, I, this might not come as a surprise to you either. If you've listened to previous episodes that I've done, then you'll know that Todoist is very high up in my list of apps that I recommend. It's, I use it every day. It is my manager if you like. I'm always adding things to it. I use the widget on my phone to quickly add a task. I use the shortcut on my MacBook, which is Command-Control-A, which opens up the Add Task from anywhere within the MacBook. It doesn't matter which app you're using, Command-Control-A will open up a quick, a quick entry uh, to add a task quickly. And pretty much everything I need to do goes in there. I have my daily, my weekly, and my monthly routines. And as soon as I have something to do, I stick it in the inbox, and then I'll come back and triage it later if needs be. Of course, if a task can be done within two minutes, then you should do it straight away. Top tip, do a task that's a quick task. Just get it done. Get it out of the way. You don't need to uh, put that in a task manager. Come back to it if you could just do it. And I also use the Eisenhower Matrix, which again is something I've talked about previously, to work out the priorities of tasks. You know, it's nice to know: is it important and urgent? Is it urgent and important? Is it not urgent and not important? That sort of thing. The Eisenhower Matrix helps you to prioritize tasks based on their importance and their urgency. That's. To Doist. I can't recommend it highly enough. And um, number nine in the list is Pocket Casts. I listen to a lot of uh, podcasts. now. I sell and read a lot, but I also like to listen. And Pocket Casts is my podcast app of choice. I listen to something on it every day. I like to listen to early morning podcasts. I might just even do that while I'm lying in bed. i stick some um, AirPods in and, uh, and have a listen to the latest news overnight. Uh, there's loads of great features. I feel like you can really customise it to download a- um, episodes as they come in or not to download them, and you can go and get them if you want to. Uh, you can skip the first few seconds or minutes or however long of a subscribed podcast um, at the beginning and you can also make it stop before the end so if you know that there's a like a, an outro jingle you that lasts 20 seconds you could actually set the podcast to end at that 20 second mark and move on to the next one and you save yourself a little bit of time over time i have skipped over 24 hours of podcasts intros and outros and i've saved five hours by using a variable speed And I've trimmed about 24 hours of silence, meaning that in the last two and a half, three years, I've saved over two days of listening. Okay, now I know it's it's only little bits here and there, but it all adds up, and it is good to be able to do that. There's a web version available too, which is quite handy, so you can play something directly from a browser. And if you want to know what I listen to, then I like um, Newscast from the BBC, the Checkered Flag podcast for uh, Formula One stuff, and I also like Popmaster, which is a quiz music quiz show, <laughs> also from the BBC. So that is number nine. So we've got one final app that I've used the most in the last week and that's Fantastical. Fantastical is my calendar app. Now I've tried other apps, including the built-in iOS and Mac OS uh, calendar apps. I've been using Fantastical almost since the day I got my MacBook, which is coming up to, ooh, I'm approaching five years, four and a half, five years. And it's been brilliant. You have integrations with uh, iCloud, with Exchange, with Office 365, Yahoo, Google, Meetup, and also any other CalDAV account. There's integration with Google Meet and with Zoom, which is handy because I use both of those. And there's integration with Todoist, which is perfect for me. I can add tasks in my calendar, and it will sync to Todoist. And I can add tasks in Todoist, and they'll show up within my calendar. And I can mark them as done in either place, and it just syncs backwards and forwards. And it works absolutely brilliantly. The interface is really beautiful, and you can choose to display which calendars you want at a certain time which makes it very versatile. In other words, during work hours, it only shows my work calendar and then shows my personal calendar later on, or I can, you can also set it to show specific calendars at a specific location, if I was to be traveling anywhere, which I'm not at the moment, but anyway, it's all good. Now it isn't cheap, it is another paid for app. It's about 48 pounds a year, which when you break it down isn't that much, really over the course of 12 months, and it's worth it i really really highly recommend it so there you go my top 10 most used apps over the last week of course i do use other apps <laughs> they're not the only ones i have my um banking app from starling i use money dashboard for budget control which is really really good if you've not seen money dashboard uh, that's really good and i use youtube a fair bit because i just like to pop on there and watch some stupid videos i also um we have our heating controlled by tado t-a-d-o if you've never heard of that one and uh, i call it into action quite a lot to turn the heating on or hot water on and off especially as the weather's cooling it's quite good and it's interesting to know i've also set up an integration with alexa i didn't want to say it too loud don't want to trigger anything off at your end um but i do have an integration there where i can ask her to turn the heating on or turn the heating off or turn the hot water on it saves getting the phone out it saves you know the it, it makes it really simple like i say i also whilst i also use twitter i've, I've cut down my use of uh, Facebook and Instagram I haven't been on Facebook for a while now Mm, not missing much there it has to be said do use Instagram a little bit but but again not a great deal which apps do you use the most and which apps do you think you should consider cutting down on using be great to know leave me um, a comment via the link in the show notes that's really good right I'm going to leave you to it That's all for this episode. Hopefully you found something interesting and if you have any comments then I'd love to hear from you. Just message me via the link in the show notes. Please don't forget to subscribe where you normally listen to your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Thank you very much for listening and until next time please remember productivity matters.